Marketing Jesus. Actually, that's what I've gotten back on a few of emails that we've sent out. They go, Charles, I believe you're probably a great marketer, but I just don't like the way you're marketing Jesus in the church. So let's address those issues right now and get it out the way. With that said, am I a good marketer? That's for somebody else to determine. I have, I've worked with companies that have had million dollar per month budgets, and if I screw up and I've lost a million dollars, it would have been a rounding error on their overall numbers. I've won numerous awards. I've helped over 46,000 businesses at this point. So I think I'm probably one of the best you can find, period. Second of all, are we marketing Jesus? This is what really kind of came unhinged on. It's like, wait a second. The comment that, that I got was like, you know, I'm going to wait for the Holy Spirit to work on them. You know what? That's great. I want to wait for the Holy Spirit to work on each and everybody that needs it. But this is the problem. The church has become a punching bag, the butt of jokes. When I was growing up in the 70s, if you would have made a joke about a Christian, you would have just been tarred, feathered, run out of town. Now, everywhere from the local news to the your greatest politician, Christians are nothing more than a punching bag for these guys. I don't need to tell you that. You see no mainstream media. Read it in the newspaper. Why is that? Why has that happened? And yet... You can't say anything bad about another religion or, man, you just, you're evil and hateful. Look, this is what happened. The church no longer controls the narrative. The church controlled the narrative really up until about the late 60s and 70s. The church has totally lost control of the narrative. Somebody else defines what the narrative is. Somebody else defines what the church is. We know that's not true. I know it's not true. Everybody who's a real believer knows it's not true because this is the deal. Nobody wakes up anytime, anymore, except for believers who are on fire going, man, I can't wait to get to church on Sunday. I just can't wait. I wish the services were longer. I wish we did more stuff in my church. Only the believers are thinking that. And guess, guess who we're trying to reach? We're trying to reach the unchurch. The unchurch looks at the church as a social country club. It's where those people, those freaks over there, those, those weirdos go. Next thing you know, they're going to be reading Bible verses at me. That. That's what the unchurched truly thinks about the church because they've been brainwashed by mainstream media, politicians, their friends. They know somebody knows a Christian that did something bad. The, somebody else has defined the narrative for the church. And guess what happens? We're having to play out of that sand pit right now. How do we fix that? First of all, we start telling the unchurched we love them. We're here to lead them. We're here to lift them. We're here to make an impact. How do you do that? Well, I can tell you, just sitting here praying is going to be great. Pray for everybody you can. But God's put it on my heart to help churches. Six months ago, we were working with businesses, and I got, I wanted, if we didn't get $10,000 from them as a client retainer, I was like, man, I don't really know if I'm going to work with these people. So God's put it on my heart to work with churches. We're taking everything we've used to grow massive products online. We've grown TV personalities. Our client list reads like a who's who. We're taking the same things we learned in the outside world. And yes, I will apply them to the church. I want the church to take back the narrative. I want the church to be in control of what is seen about it, what's said about it, and how people respond. We're doing that on Google. We're doing that on Facebook. We're doing that with email marketing. This is really a case of where are people at. You know what people are at? They're on their mobile devices more than anything else. The TV has become the second screen. If you're not here... You might as well just put up a yard sign in front of the church and hope somebody comes by. The unchurched is not going to visit your church until they've gone through a life change. Divorce, bankruptcy, 
their fear, I mean, let's say, let's face it, war, wars and rumors of war are all over the place. The unchurch is not showing up until they've had a life-changing event. And do you know what most people, most of the unchurched do when they have a life-changing event? Get me some Jack Daniels, some Jim Bean, and let me pop some pills. You know it's true. I know it's true. So yes, am I marketing Jesus? I want to market him till I can save some souls. So at the end of the day, if you are offended, if it bothers you that I'm trying to put Jesus in front of everybody who's unchurched, I can't help you. I simply cannot help you. If you want to get Jesus, you want to put your church, you want to grow your church. Yes, I know it's not about numbers. I've had one client tell me, Charlie, you know, it's not about growth numbers. You're right about that. But you know what? That is a metric that we need to look at. How many new people came in your church? How many souls did you save? How many souls did they touch? How do we replicate this again and again and again until the church is now the main focus? The church controls this narrative. Until we get to that point, I'm going to just keep marketing until the wheels come off the bus. So with that said, if you want some help marketing your church, you want me to show you how to reach the unchurch, somewhere around this video, there's probably going to be a link. Head over to Trinity Marketing Agency. I'll give you a free consultation. And yes, I'm usually wound up and I'm this fired up. So anyway, if, am I guilty of marketing Jesus? Well, however you like to slice it, however you like to dice it. At the end of the night, I'm going to bed knowing I am taking the kingdom and growing it. With that said, this is Charles. If you enjoy it, let me know. If not, hey, it's not a big deal. I get plenty of 80 mail as it goes. This is Charles. Have a good one.